0: Listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We're going to talk a lot of Big Brother because I kind of got into the weeds last night of what's going on. Although I'm still not a hundred percent certain of what's going on or how we got to this point. We're also going to talk about the reveal of the full Dancing with the Stars cast. Speaking of Dancing with the Stars, I recorded my weekly podcast with Cheryl Burke yesterday. It's going to run next week. Can't wait for you all to hear it. I'll talk a little bit about that. And then I'm going to end the podcast with kind of a sobering story um, that I think a lot of you need to hear. And um, we'll get to all that momentarily. So I want to start out with Big Brother. I had not watched any of the live feeds I did. I was able to remain unspoiled. Up to last night's episode, I had no idea that Matt won Power of Veto and that he didn't take either Felicia or Izzy down, and we left the episode with seemingly Cameron wanting to backdoor Sari, but he couldn't because nobody took Felicia or Izzy down. So one of them is seemingly going home tonight, barring another something Message from the stupid verse and after the episode ended i was just before i started recording this i was just killing some time doing some texts, and then i just started to scroll tiktok and my god i must have watched 10 live feed clips that people post on tiktok regarding big brother and if you don't want to know what's going on you don't want to know what's probably going to happen tonight Here's your warning to fast forward. Three, two, one. So it seems apparent that Izzy's going home tonight. Unless the clips that I'm watching were wrong or there's other stuff that of clips that I didn't see where it's not going to be Izzy and it's going to be Felicia. The gist of what I was able to gather is the fact that everybody is now on to Suri, Jared, and Izzy running the show. That Jared is basically doing Ceri's dirty work. I don't know if that necessarily means they know he's her son. Outside of Izzy, I still don't know if anybody in that house knows that Jared is her son. But everybody is on to Jared being a full-time compulsive liar. And everybody wants him out of the house. Everybody wants Ceri out of the house. Meaning they're going after Izzy tonight. I thought I saw a conversation of maybe Cameron even talking to Felicia, somebody talking to Felicia, basically telling her, we know all this right now. We know what's been going on. We understand that you guys, we know that you guys have done this. Cameron seems to know everything. I said it the other day, didn't I? I said, this guy's playing the best game. Just listening to him talk to people and the way he converses with people I thought, this guy is very smart, he's good at comps, and if he can get on the right side of the numbers, he can go a while. I think as you get towards the end, he's going to have to almost run the table because no one, well, now that I think about it, while he is good at the game, it doesn't seem like anybody likes him. So maybe they wouldn't have a problem sitting next to him in the finals. But what he has seemingly figured out is that just by talking to people and gauging what they're saying to him, He has seemed to figure out that Suri, Izzy, and Jared are playing everybody. And now he's going to Matt. He's going to Jag. He's going to... Corey now knows. I saw a lot of clips of Corey saying, We've been played this whole time. Corey is now faking a breakup with America to keep people in the dark, I guess. So while I did see a lot of clips... I I didn't see like what the main thing was or what was the big shoe that dropped that got everyone to realize oh shit, Sari and Jared and Izzy are running this thing are running this thing. It certainly doesn't look like Izzy has any chance of staying after tonight. I, I can't imagine, but I again I could be we we know how things can change in the last 24 hours. But The funny thing was, all the clips that I saw on TikTok that just happened to be in my For You page, none of them involved Sari. Like, I don't know what Sari's reaction has been to everybody else in the house basically knowing that she's running the show. And Sari is very smart. We know that. She's one of the best reality game show players ever. I don't know what her reaction is to all this because every clip I saw mostly involved Cameron. And him talking to Jag in the HOH room, Matt in the HOH room, Corey talking to America, Corey talking to Matt, Corey talking to Jag. I even saw Mimi in there once. It's like, is she even on the show this year? But I never saw anything with Izzy or Siri. So, which was crazy because I swear I saw 10 clips, and I ended up watching all of them because I was like, look. I already saw one. Anytime I come across another one, I'm going to watch to see if it gives me any more information. And there were just so many, but none of them involve Sari or Izzy. So I don't know what they think of everything, if they know what's going on, if Izzy is going to be blindsided tonight. If Corey is faking a breakup with America, seemingly that's for a reason. And I would think it's to put on some sort of act, which means maybe Izzy has no clue. Maybe Izzy is 100% convinced that Felicia's going home tonight and that's why Corey has to act a certain way. I don't know how that affects Izzy and why he would have to do that and why he is faking a breakup with America, but I could just not be, you know, putting two and two together somewhere because I haven't been following live feeds all season. I've even forgot, like when they talk about the seven deadly sins, I forget who's in it. I know that Seri... Felicia and oh wait Seven Deadly Sins is Sari Felicia Izzy and Jared for sure and then I don't know who the three that they recruited for that was is that the one with Matt and Jag and somebody and then they also told Corey America and someone else that they were part of uh, of a of a separate seven and that's where it gets confusing. If you don't follow along in the live feeds and you aren't writing shit down, kind of hard to remember, isn't it? Or you know, or have a podcast where you talk about it every day. You know, I know that the Rob has a podcast people and those they they could tell me right off the bat, probably answer everything one of my questions. But as somebody who only watches Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday and occasionally will see stuff on Instagram feeds or on my TikTok feed, it's hard to remember Who's in what alliance that I just I just don't write it down. I don't pay attention enough to it other than I know who kind of runs the alliance. And I believe that's the seven deadly seven deadly sins. I know four of them are Jared, Ceri, Izzy and Felicia. But that seems to be the one that's been exposed. The other people outside of seven deadly sins or actually inside of seven deadly sins have been made aware that the top of seven deadly sins has also made somewhat promises to the other one, Legends 25 or something like that. Like, they call themselves, even though it was a fake alliance, but the people inside Seven Deadly Sins seem to have found out about the Legends 25 alliance, and the Legends 25 alliance, the people at the bottom of that, found out about Seven Deadly Sins, and it was to pit against, hit them against each other. It's all very confusing, to say the least, but, you know, unfortunately... As someone who is just kind of a novice watcher of this show and a light watcher of just just give me what's on CBS and not following it and not reading everything on the Twitter recaps of what's going on. That's where I can only go a certain I can only get to a certain point with storylines and alliances and who's teaming with who. and, And, you know, like I said, Corey has, I saw a clip of Corey now faking a breakup with America, but I don't know why. I don't know who that benefits or what the point of it is, but clearly it does have a point to it or else he wouldn't do it. So I guess we'll find out more, but it's amazing. I'm curious to see if any of the conversations that I saw on TikTok last night from the live feeds end up being part of the storyline in tonight's episode before the eviction, because it looks like complete chaos right now in that house. Like even though Cameron is HOH and Cameron is on to everybody and he's telling them this is what's going on and he's basically the mastermind of hey these are the dynamics in the house right now still nobody wants to work with him <laughs> and and nobody likes him apparently and i and i and i don't i haven't really understood why people don't like Cameron outside of the fact that he looks like Danny Masterson's doppelganger which is probably the worst guy to be a doppelganger for right now, considering what that guy's going through. But yeah, I mean, especially when he puts his glasses on, my gosh, he could be Danny Masterson's brother, twin brother. Just un- unfortunate for him right now, to say the least. But I don't understand why people don't like Cameron. I but I I could have missed something. He could have said something on the live feeds. He could have. I uh, it it it. You know, he never turned on red. That was Jared making up lies. So I'm a little off on the Cameron stuff. I think he's playing the best game. And as I said in the beginning of this, if he gets with the right people, once tonight's eviction happens, I think he can go really far. I don't know if he can win because he seems to have a lot of enemies in the house, but you never know with the jury. Is it going to be a bitter jury or a jury that actually rewards great gameplay? Because he is smart as a whip. And he seems to know everything that's going on in the house. So you got to give him credit for that. So the Dancing with the Stars Season 32 cast is set. 14 people announced yesterday on GMA. We knew four of them going in. We knew Charity was going to be on it from The Bachelorette. We knew that Ariana from Vanderpump Rules was going to be on it the day before. Jamie Lynn Spears was announced, and we knew that her partner was going to be Alan. And then it had been out there, like I said, on a Twitter account. I had heard the name Mira Sorvino, and it was confirmed that she is on it. So we knew four of the seven women are going to be on the show, and now we know the rest of the cast. The rest of the cast is supermodel Tyson Beckford, Marvel star Sochi Gomez, How I Met Your Mother star Allison Hannigan, who I would like to say I don't want to refer to her as How I Met Your Mother star. Allison Hannigan will always be Bandcamp Girl from American Pie. This one time at Bandcamp, I stuck a flute in my... (laughs) I mean, I want to bring you people back to 1999 watching that movie. Now, remember, that line came at the very end of the movie, probably the last 20 minutes of the movie, because when they went to Stifler's uh, party, they were sitting on the couch there. It's probably in the last 15 minutes of the movie if you want to be really technical. And that movie had, in 1999, was ahead of its time for some of the things that they showed in it, especially in a teen movie about stuff going on in high school. Nowadays, you wouldn't even sneeze at it because it's just like, okay, we've seen everything on the Internet before in a movie. But when Allison Hannigan uttered that line in American Pie, just out of the blue, it even shocked me. And I'm sitting there, you know, we had Stifler drinking beer with someone else's jizz in it. We had uh, so many things. But when she said that, in 1999, that was one of the, probably the most shocking line I had ever heard in a movie, just unexpectedly. And then it just became, you know, this one time at Bandcamp camp is basically still to this day, 24 years later, you know exactly what I'm talking about when you say that line. You know exactly who said it and in what movie and pretty much kind of at what point in the movie she said it. So, I wonder if she's going to bring up American Pie uh, in any of her intro packages for it. But anyway, Allison Hannigan from American Pie is on Dance with the Stars this year. Uh, Harry Jousie from Too Hot to Handle and his podcast, he's on it. Jason Mraz is on it. Of course, you got to have an athlete on there, usually a football, retired football player. This year, it's Adrian Peterson. Singer and social media star Lele Pons. I don't know her. I feel like I've heard that name and seen that name on my computer or my phone a hundred times. But I don't know who she is or what she does. But apparently she's a social media star. Real estate mogul and TV star Mauricio Umansky. I know that he's somehow, I think he's the husband of one of the Real Housewives. I, that's all I know. I'm sure you know. Comedian and actor Matt Walsh, he is from a movie that I just watched uh, a week ago. Before I left for Vegas, I watched The Hangover again. It's kind of my thing before I go out for football season every year. I watched The Hangover the night before, and Matt Walsh was in that as the doctor. And who tells the guys that they were roofied the night before? And then Brady Bunch star, Barry Williams. So that's the, the resident... Let's cast someone that was on TV in the 80s. It, they always seem to have one of those. Or just an older contestant, someone over 60 years old. Because just looking at these names, Matt Walsh, Mauricio, Maria Sorvino, I mean, Barry Williams, I believe, just has got to be the oldest person by far in this cast. And these casts kind of all run together. Every year it's pretty much the same thing. You're getting Disney people. You're getting social media people. You're getting reality people. Usually, someone from The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. You're getting an athlete. You're getting uh, someone from the Olympics. I don't see an Olympic person here, though. Now that I look at it, yeah, nobody from the Olympics is on uh, on the show this season. But a lot of, and then you get you know your your TV star from a show ten years ago, and that's Allison Hannigan. But you know it'll be entertaining and. This leads me into my conversation that I recorded yesterday with Cheryl Burke that's going to be the podcast next week on Thursday. So glad I got to talk to her. Uh, it was such a good conversation. Can't wait for you all to hear it. We definitely talk Dance with the Stars. She has a new podcast that is starting up next week. We will talk about that. But we just talk about Dance with the Stars in general. And one of the points I brought up to her was because the cast was released maybe a couple hours before I recorded with her, just the fact that this kind of has the same feel to it every year. You're always going to have the Disney people. You're always going to have an older contestant. You're always going to have reality TV people on there, always an athlete. Like they, It's the same cast every year, just different people. And that the pros are the ones that people more or less become attached to. But she's also very well aware of, this show is more about the underdog story and the journey, not necessarily who's the best dancer. Sometimes the best dancer has won. Charlie D'Amelio was the best dancer, I think personally, that show has ever had. And she ended up winning. But there are sometimes, Bobby Bones was not the best dancer. It wasn't even close. He wasn't even close to being the best dancer. But popularity, storyline, that's what people usually vote for. So. So it's just a great conversation with Cheryl. We all we talk about the three biggest things that have nothing to do with Dancing with the Stars in her life. We talk about her childhood where she was physically abused and she was groomed as a five year old. We talk about her sobriety and the fact that she's up on five years now of sobriety, but where she was when she was drinking and how often it was and how bad it got for her. And then we also talk about briefly about her divorce. To Matthew Lawrence. We don't mention Matthew by name. There's no need to. Everyone knows who her ex is, but we do bring up Matthew or we do bring up her divorce. And she's it's one of the reasons why I've always wanted to talk to her, because remember, Cheryl has been on 25 of now 32 seasons. She wasn't on the first season, but she came on the scene in the second season and she won it with Drew Lachey and then won it in season three with Emmett Smith. So for me, as someone who's watched the show since season one, the one pro that I was always affiliated with this show was Cheryl Burke, because when I was watching from the beginning, even though she wasn't on the first season, she was the most popular female contestant on this show, uh, female pro on this show, because right when she came on, she won back to back seasons and she was, you know, involved um, she was on the show, uh, like you said, she won season two with Drew Lachey and she even says on the podcast, you know, when I'm dancing with Drew Lachey, that was when Nick and Jessica were going through their divorce. So there was a lot of paparazzi coverage of me and Drew dancing and, and there was a, just a lot of paparazzi coverage surrounding us. And it goes, it was a very hard time for me. I wasn't used to it. I'm very much an introvert. So it's a really great conversation. I can't wait for you all uh to listen to it. But that yeah, that'll be next week with Cheryl Burke. And finally, um, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast there was, you know, kind of a um a sobering story to to mention. I want to throw this out there. Dave Neal, you know, good friend of mine, and he had gone back to Rhode Island for his brother's wedding. Last week, he was out of town for a while. If you watch his videos, you know he was on the road doing his videos. And, um, you know, he informed me, and he informed, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people. When he came back, he is back in town doing his show. I think – I can't remember what day he got back this week, but he got back this week. And, um, <sighs> unfortunately, you know, it's tough, but Dave – had to tell everybody in a video yesterday that he had been banned from Reddit. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's just too funny. How fucking stupid are those people? I mean, good God, Dave and I, the, the messages that Dave and I sent yesterday to each other, um, They're all timers, to say the least. But, yeah, he's been banned from Reddit. My guess is Dave is not losing more than two seconds of sleep over this. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review if you can. I'd really appreciate it. Sports Daily is going to be up in an hour from now. And something I did not even mention at the beginning of the podcast, Stupid Me, podcast this week, coming out in two hours, episode 356. It is with Kelly Jo Higgins. She was the runner-up on Bob Guinea's season. We all know the backstory here when that Vices show from the uh, the dark side of 2000s on the Bachelor franchise Aired like two or three weeks ago, a segment on there about how blogger Reality Steve called Kelly Joe Kelly Ho in his blog. I immediately reached out to her on Facebook. I said, let's bring you on the podcast. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about your season. I love talking to old school contestants. And she's like, let's do it. So you're going to hear that conversation today in about two hours. So look for that episode number 356 coming out in a couple hours. So again, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it and I will talk to you tomorrow. See ya!